everyone and welcome back to Unfiltered Bate with Netra and Yashri. Um, also guys, this is episode number seven. We have made it to episode number seven, which is wild that we have. And uh, very soon we will be coming to the end of season one, which is crazy. So how do you, how do you feel about it, Netra? I'm so surprised that we pulled this off. From our eight mile conversation to a freaking season of episodes by 2021. Like virtual high five, Yashri. Virtual high five. Virtual high five. Yep. <laughs> oh, side note, um, we're meeting virtually this time because I'm a bit too sick. So if you hear me coughing throughout the episode, that is why. I just wanted to give a disclaimer. Uh, don't worry, uh, she is just down with a little bit of flu. It's not COVID, uh, so she's doing fine. But yeah, we just decided to meet virtually this time and uh, talk about our episode today. So on today's episode, we wanted to talk about the term zillennials. Um, so there's Gen Z and then there's millennials. And the question is, where do we lie? Um, so Technically, if you look at the definition of a millennial, uh, millennials are born between 1981 to 1996, and Gen Z is the generation from 97 onwards, which makes Nedra and I both Gen Z. Uh, but the thing is that I don't think I completely identify with Gen Z, uh, but I don't even completely identify with millennials. Um, and so, I was reading up about it and found out this term called zillennials. Um, so what do you think about it, Nedra? I'm just constantly confused because like, <laughs> like I grew up with like a lot of people who were born like in 96 or like 95, you know? And so like, it's weird to think that they're an entire different generation than me. I'm like, no, like, you we grew up together like we used to play tag like don't act like you're better than me but then the people who are younger than us like my sister would technically be like gen z and i mean sometimes like the way she speaks and like the content that she like listens to i don't know anything about that at all and i'm like but we're only three years apart like that's so weird also side note I'm actually like, I just want to address this, like on this podcast, we had a couple of like family friends come to our house, like a couple of weeks ago. And one of the kids is like 13 years old. So he's like prime Gen Z, you know, that like age group. And he thought I was 28 years old, Yashri, and said that I had pure <laughs> millennial energy. And I was just like, huh? <laughs> I'm not 28. <laughs> But his older brother, who's again like only four years younger than me, was just like, yeah, like you give off like really millennial energy. But then when I talk to millennials, they're like, you're you're a pure Gen Z. So Yashri, I'm very confused. I'm so confused. I'm aggravated, but more confused. Uh, I completely agree with that. I very much agree with that because well, I have an older brother and he's four years older than me, so um, very much a millennial. And yeah, according to him. I am very Gen Z, but I don't know. Like now if I look at like my younger cousins or like, well, I have a cousin who's like, I think she's like seven or eight years old. I just like the content and like the way they are and everything. I'm like, I can just never relate to that. And that like Gen Z energy, I don't know. I, I don't relate to that. So I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I think that I'm a millennial, 
But then the millennials are like, nope, you're not. <laughs> so I can't really agree to the fact that um, I'm also very confused. But then also I feel like because we're like right at the, I don't know, like the borderline for both the different generations, I feel like that's where that confusion comes from. Because mm-hmm. I mean, technically, like we are 90s kids, right? But 90s kids, like right at the end of it. So we were like, we've seen some of the stuff where it's like, you know, when th- there was like dial up internet and all of that stuff. Like now, if I like talk to someone, like, for example, that family friend of yours was like 13 years old, you like t- talk to him about dial up internet, he's going to be like, what are you talking about? Like, that's ancient history at this point, you know? But like that was there when we were growing up. Like we like we had that. Like we knew. Like I think the other day I was like talking to someone at work, and we were like, "Yeah, um, we knew what a floppy disk is." And if anybody listening does not know what a floppy disk is, then then you know that you are a Gen Z. <laughs> You're not a millennial. Not a millennial. You are most definitely Gen Z. I remember like when I was a kid like the first computer like our family had was like the thick like monitor that you see like it was like a very thick computer with like the thick keyboard and it was like only one was there like in the family or like even like when you like were growing up like a lot like you would watch things on the tv instead of like an ipad like or you would go outside more versus just like i'm just gonna stick inside and stick and stay inside and like go on social media or whatnot from like a younger age so it's like still really weird to like see these like nuances with like gen z but then also like with millennials like like what you were just talking about like there's some things obviously we can't relate to as like the 90s children because we were born in 98 and 99 so they'll laugh at us if we said that we're 90s kids you know because we were yeah. infants. <laughs> we were <Yeah>. infants. <laughs> but I think we grew up like in a very interesting generation because we grew up like in the transformation of technology. Like we saw it from being like very more simple to like super advanced. Like I think 2010 to 2020 was like where we experienced like the most changes. So I think we're very confused because mm-hmm. we're like, we're a little bit more advanced than the millennials. But when I talk to some Gen Z people, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. So like, I'm confused. I'm confused. Yeah, I think that's that's so true that we were part of like that very transformational like um, like time basically. Because I remember like I completely agree that you know when we used to like go out and play more just because I mean like phones and well smartphones and all of that were like not that much of a thing and even when you know they were just coming into the market um not everybody could like afford to buy it so it was like this very like um cool thing that oh you know if you have a computer at home or if you uh, have a smartphone like wait, wait can we talk about can we talk about the flip phone like i used to think oh. that shit was the coolest thing ever <laughs> oh my god yes we can definitely talk about the flip phone because I also thought that the flip phones were the coolest shit ever. And for the longest time, I wanted a flip phone. Um, but I only, I think, um, I think I when I was like maybe in ninth or like 10th grade was the first time that I 
got a phone but it was like that tiny nokia phone in which which was just used for like calling someone or like texting someone like you couldn't do anything on it but i still remember the first time i got that phone i was like this is my pride and joy like <laughs> like i have finally got a mobile phone and now like thinking back to it i'm just like wow like coming from that to like now owning like a complete like smartphone like phones now don't have like keypads right like I think people used to have like those Nokia phones and then they went, went to like Blackberries and like BBM was like this whole thing. I remember when my brother was like in um like 11th and 12th grade like all the cool kids had Blackberries and they were using BBM to like chat with each other and everything. So it's like every like few years there would be something that would come into the market like uh, in technology and you would just be like oh my god this is the coolest shit ever like if you have that you are the cool kid <laughs> right i remember i used to be so obsessed with like the sliding phones oh, like yeah. and you're like oh, let me just like slide my phone open and like just type on it like i'm the coolest person ever and like now we have freaking computers on our phone and they like can take like pictures that are like at a photographer's like level you know so it's just insane to see like the transformation we went from like the like the tiny like ass like the flip phones to like the internet on our fingertips it's insane it's so crazy yeah exactly and like that's why it's like so difficult for us to like kind of um like fit into like one specific group right because with i feel like with um kids who were born in like the 2000s or like i don't know even the mid 2000s like for them they i don't think they saw much of that because like early years like growing up um i think the, like the iphone and everything was like already there by that time so by the time they were like in middle school or something like that like they would have already like either their parents would have owned an iphone or an ipad or they had one of their own right so like they never saw those like tiny nokia phones they never saw those flip phones i remember as a kid um i used to play with fake phones and like you know pretend that i was like you know making business calls and shit and so i had i had like flip phones I was like, you know, when I grow up, this is the kind of phone that I want to buy. Like, I want to buy a flip phone, and that's why, like, it's it's like such a shift, right? Because now that I look at like the way that technology is being advanced in terms of just like having like a lightweight mobile, um, which can like take such clear pictures and literally do anything that you wanted to do, I'm like, this is absolutely insane. And every single time that I like. talk about it out loud i'm like i feel like i am 100 years old like i think someone would probably just know my age by the way i talk about these things but i swear i'm not that old i know it's just like oh. we're just but it's weird because i mean if we talk to like someone who's like a millennial like especially who are like who was born like in the 80s like early 90s if they like heard us talk about the stuff now they'd probably laugh at us because they probably had to deal with like you know other stuff like they were more on like VHS tapes and like they did not have like internet that was as advanced to like i guess even like what we had you know growing up but then yeah. i remember like if you talk to a, like a kid who is like born like 2004 to like 2010 now like they've only been brought up by like smartphones and like the internet and everything being like so fast and like 
at the tip of like at like you know their fingertips essentially so like when you talk to them like again that kid who came to my house he literally was like I still have a grudge against this kid I mean um, (laughs) side note like I literally showed up to his house like I showed up when he was born and he didn't remember who I was I really sound like an auntie right now but I don't care (laughs) but he literally was just like oh my god you were born in the 1900s that's so old (laughs) the fuck when it's just like you saw like only 90s babies but like everyone was born like in the 1900s according to him that's such a big tangent but yeah man like we're either too old or we're just too young and naive to balance I know right like and now I think this um like I don't even say I won't say it's a debate but like this confusion I think it came into my mind even more with just everything that I've been seeing on TikTok. And I mean, now, guys, I guess this is just a recurring theme that most of our like questions and content and themes just come from TikTok videos because that's the Gen Z side of us. Um, okay, but side yeah. note, TikTok literally has everything. It has everything. So no, I'm not ashamed that we get most of our ideas from TikTok they're smart the creators are so smart yeah they are smart like I I would agree with that too but so like coming back to the point so basically recently I've been seeing like a bunch of TikToks where people are just talking about um the fact that uh high-waist skinny jeans are no longer a thing and that's a very millennial thing and I'm like okay why why do you have to take that away from me? I don't think I can wear low-rise or like even mid-rise jeans ever in my life. I think high-waisted jeans was like such a godsend and I don't understand why Gen Z does not like it. Okay, but to be fair, they did bring back the rise of the mom jeans, which are super comfortable and I think they look nice. So it's like you win some and you lose some, you know? go with the mom jeans I can I can still um support that but I don't I just anything low cut like anything low rise that's it's not a thing I'm like we need to leave that (laughs) back in the early I think it was the early 2000s trend I don't even think it was a 90s trend it was the early 2000s trend and I'm like I should just stay buried over there um, another thing was uh, side parting your hair is not a thing anymore. Like if you side part your hair, you're a millennial. And I have been doing that ever since I was a child. So I'm like, okay, why, why does this seem like a personal attack on me right now? I don't know. I mean, my sister always calls me out on my aggressive side part. Like, it's fine. It is what it is. <laughs> but also, middle, and- they just look ugly. Middle parts? Like, I or I became, it's just, I don't know why that became the trend. Okay, well, people say that everybody, well, not people, but like Gen Z says that everybody would look good in uh, a middle part. Um, and like, I'm not talking about the guys here. <laughs> guys, please don't ever do a middle part. But um, they were like, no, you need to do a middle part and like you need to like style your hair and everything and then look at yourself and then it will actually look good on you. And I'm not going to lie, I did that because what else do I have to do in my life? And I did not like it at all. I absolutely hated it. And I was like, no, 
this is not for me this will never be for me and i went back to my side part yeah i just stick with my mild side part and my low key zigzag hairstyle that i have but yeah, i can't do a yeah. full on middle part it just i look weird and i don't think that's yeah. that's the trend Mm-mm. Mm-mm. okay also emojis can we talk about the laughing cry emoji why like, was the cat emoji a thing like why did gen z make the cat laughing emoji a thing i like the normal laughing emoji like i don't understand yeah. the i don't understand it i don't get it either <laughs> and all of a sudden everybody started talking about that and they're like is that your most used emoji while like texting then you definitely are a millennial and i was like okay since when did gen z like stop using that <laughs> cuz that is most definitely my most used emoji and then they started using the cat laughing crying emoji and i'm like okay what like yes cats are nice but like why and like it didn't make any sense to me and i'm like the only thing i can think of is like they just wanted to be a little different but not too different so then they used a cat No, one thing I've noticed with like Gen Zers, like especially on TikTok, they will call out like people on the most like random things and then they just roast them so much. And then they like pick like a random trend and they're like, "If you don't follow this, you're such a millennial." Or like, "Okay, boomer." Like, "What's up?" And like the words that they come up with like chuggy, like Yashi just taught me about this like word literally right before this podcast. I was like why are we creating like new things to describe like random like out of date trends or whatever I'm just like I don't understand like some of the things that they say and how aggressive they are saying it like my sister is a perfect example of like roasting you on like the most insignificant things and I think like her <laughs> friend group like literally, like literally they'll just be like so you chose to wear a side part like what's wrong with you or like okay like i don't know like i can't do a hot eat impression but they really go hard it's really funny that's really funny okay yeah exactly the word again just so i did another tiktok video and uh chuggy was the word and i swear to god i have never been more confused and i was like what is this word and then immediately went to urban dictionary to figure out what it meant and um well it means something that's uh, no longer trendy or uh, i think it's used to describe someone who's trying too hard to be on trend and i'm like what how did people even come up with this it just sounds like a like it just sounds like a sound more than a word <laughs> so i it's just it's crazy like and i think we were discussing about like um some of the phrases that um we well now kind of like use in like our you know normal uh, vocabulary but like thinking about it like those words have only come up in the last 4 5 years um but now it's just become a part of our lingo where we're like oh wait was this not a word like was this not how people like spoke and it's so true that it wasn't and like it just people just started saying it like and i think gen z is more good at it than i think uh, millennials were um i mean there is like some words that you know millennials uh, use more but i feel like gen z is just very quick at it like where they'll like pick up a word or pick up a phrase and immediately everybody's just saying the same thing and if you don't say it or like if you don't understand the meaning of it then yeah you're probably the dumb one 
but like I think the reason why they can do that is that Gen Z has like better control over social media versus millennials because they have just grown up using it right I think millennials like that was the first generation where like you where social media became a thing like we were talking about how we you know would like getting a Facebook was the biggest thing growing up like people would lie mm-hmm. about their age to get the account to seem cool but like Gen Zers like they grew up like having you know Instagram like Snapchat like it's just you know they just use it more frequently and they know how to connect with the community better which I think helps spreading like these words and terms oh yeah for sure because I think I um I think I had a Facebook um pretty early on because I was also one of the kids who lied about their age to get a Facebook account. Um, But I never really used it because I was like, I don't know how to like use the social media account and everything. I was just way too scared. And then I ended up getting an Instagram when I was, I think I was like in the 11th or 12th grade. Um, But even then, like the first, I would say even year that I had it, I had no clue what to do. Like, I think that that was the time when like people had just started using Instagram. So it was more just like, you know, it's like slightly different from Facebook that you just share pictures over here. So people would share like all the pictures. Like if I go back to like my Instagram posts from like way back, like <laughs> I've literally posted about the most random things. I think my first post was actually about my new phone that I got (laughs) so I'm telling you getting a new phone like it literally was the coolest thing ever so I was like okay gotta gotta show off and that's that's I think that was what my first Instagram post was but yeah like at the time I think feel I feel I feel like we were like trying to figure it out and try to understand what it is um because it was so new so I think we were kind of the people who were like building the platform for what it kind of is I guess right now and with uh, more people who are like born in the mid 2000s and everything who are now using these apps like these apps are like now well established and like you know why you join Instagram or like you know why you join Snapchat or whatever and like like you kind of understand the vibe of each of these apps Um, I think like Facebook was just like the main one initially and I mean, before Facebook, I guess the millennials would agree that they were on apps like um, MySpace, MySpace. Or, uh, Orkut. Like, I think, I don't know if my brother had uh, an account on these, but I know like some of my uh, older cousins and all, like they definitely like were on some of these um, uh, apps. I don't even know if it was like an app at that time. I think it was just like a website because um, I don't think apps were that big but um yeah and then like it was the advent of Facebook and like everybody started joining Facebook and like adding like their friends and all that stuff and then like talking to random people and everything and then eventually like Instagram came in but like now when you look at these apps you identify like a certain kind of like vibe with each of them like with Facebook I think Facebook has become a little less um famous I guess in that sense where people don't post on Facebook that frequently but they do on Instagram like with Instagram I think people have like built businesses like the whole uh, social media influencer culture I think has evolved just on Instagram like that whole thing has grown only on Instagram and then like and then there's like you know apps like Twitter or Snapchat and like they serve a very specific purpose so like people who join those apps right now like are joining apps that are like fully well established 
for a specific reason so mm-hmm. like they're way well versed with how to use them um so yeah I, and i think that that definitely helps in like spreading these terms or like starting these terms um like i think <laughs> i think um one of the phrases that i was very confused by was um i think maybe this was when i was like a sophomore in college or like a junior or something and uh, someone was just like um, oh my god this is so good that shit slaps <laughs> i was like um what they're like yeah it slaps dude and i'm like what slaps cuz like in my mind like i know of only one meaning of a slap right so i'm just like i i don't understand this like i tried really hard i'm like okay i'm not quite sure what's happening here and then um i just pretended to know everything and i was like oh yeah 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 i agree and then went back home and like again went on urban dictionary and i was like okay what is this new term like what is this new phrase and when did it become a thing and then i'm like oh okay this this is what it means okay i got it yeah and now sometimes i find myself using the same phrase when i'm like describing something or whatever and i'm like wow two years ago i didn't even know what it meant i know i think thing i yeah and you're just like i think like there's like a there's several phases that you go through when you learn a new term like via the gen z slang you're just like what the fuck does this mean sorry for my language and then you're like hmm maybe i'll like start using it more and then you just it gets ingrained into your brain and you just say it all yeah. the time and you're like that's just slabs yeah <laughs> and okay also i think like with these new terms right like even though like um like i mean we are technically part of gen z but um since we like don't really like fall into like either category like we are still more quicker to adapt to like using these terms and understanding these terms than uh, millennials are that's that's what i feel because uh, sometimes <laughs> if i catch myself like saying some of this stuff in front of my brother my brother's like what is wrong with your vocabulary <laughs> and i'm like what it's it's what everybody's saying okay you're the one who doesn't know <laughs> you're the one that's old so like get like keep up keep up yeah, with like okay. the trend <laughs> exactly keep up okay so that's why i feel like even though we like don't know stuff i think we're like very quick on uh like gathering that information like i don't think we're the ones that are like creating these terms but we very well know how to like keep up with it and like then eventually like i guess use it in our own uh lingo but uh yeah i think the more um like 2000s kids are the ones that are like the ones coining these phrases coming up with these words um which i mean it's um it's insane like yeah. i really don't know how they like actually just come up with a phrase to mean something um but they do and uh guess it works i mean the millennials said that too with like lit and like yas and like slay and like all those things i think mm-hmm. are like little sector like 97 to like honestly i'm going to say 2001 maybe 2002 um they were the freeloaders like we can choose <laughs> which label we want like we can choose whether we want to like associate with 
um, the millennials or if we want to associate with Gen Z or if we're like, we're the confused generation, we don't belong to either. So like, I guess we have that advantage to our side. So yep. Yeah, I think, yeah, and I think it's a good advantage to have because, like, we can, like, switch whenever, like, we want to. And I feel like that kind of makes us more uh, adaptable, um, which is, like, great because then you can, like, you know, fit in with the millennials and also with Gen Z. Um, But, yeah, sometimes I'm just, like, maybe we're just, like, a group of our own, honestly. Um, I I think we are because sometimes when I just hear, like, when you hear like in the news how people describe millennials like especially when they're trying to get market research you know conducted or like gen z i'm like i don't identify with any of these trends like i don't know what you're trying to like target like i'm so confused right now so we're just like in our own little like bubble being like la 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 like we're confused but we saw everything we learned how to type in school so there you go kids <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, I remember like uh, computer labs were a thing and then every week we would have like uh, a computer class where we would go and then they would like uh, teach us how to use Paint and uh, Microsoft Word and like try and make a PowerPoint presentation and then use like the different um, like slideshow things and everything. So like that was my like introduction to it and I, I feel like my brother also like went to like computer classes and all that stuff so like his time um I think must have like maybe started a little later I'm not too sure but like I for me definitely like right from first grade I think we had like okay we're gonna like teach you this and like start from like the very basics of it and everything which I was like that is insane to me but I mean for us it was like going to a computer lab and now going back to my school I see that um, students are like allowed to bring their laptops from home or like they are given like uh, tablets and like, you know, they're given iPads and everything. And they're like, okay, well now we're going to use this and like have a more interactive learning session and everything. And when I started going to school, like we had blackboards and our teachers used to write with chalk. Like, you know, like we kind of like had that initially. And then later on it was like oh you have like whiteboards and markers and everything so like starting from like having like a blackboard like then like coming so far that you know you're not even using a whiteboard you're using like a projector screen and like um you know having like that interactive learning sessions and like that in itself like over the course of like whatever you know 12 years or something like you see that big of a change and you're like well you can fit in over here and you can fit in over there Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I remember using the overhead projectors when, like, mm-hmm. the math teachers used to, like, do math problems on that. And then they were like, okay, kids, we're going to use the smart board so I can, like, directly write on my, like, you know, board. And I'm just like, damn. We really saw everything. And then, that, like, now kids can just take iPads, like, back yeah. home. It's yeah. Insane. And it's insane. Like, I mean, uh, and I guess... Um, my mom um, I think she was uh, you know is also another person who was like seen all these like different forms of like teaching and everything because she's a teacher so she's like yeah we've like gone from like blackboards to whiteboards to like now this interactive like uh, way of learning and I guess for them it's a little bit more difficult to kind of adapt to that because again I mean she's she comes from like a generation like even 
farther behind right so like for them to kind of like adapt to like the changes that have been happening it's a little bit more slower uh, than even for like millennials and everything um but they have been like doing pretty well and i feel like with millennials too like you know they like it, again for them also like getting adapted to like the changes that are like so rapidly happening right now um is also like a little slower but i feel like with us we've just because it also has happened for us while we were growing in like in college and everything it's like you don't really have a chance to like stop and come back like it is very much happening like as you're doing things so you have to like get you with the like, times basically. that is true and i think like with millennials like i mean they i mean they do like when the internet became like a bigger thing like they were in their teens like 16 like maybe like 10 to 16 like that was like the biggest thing like for like the early 2000s to like you know us i guess we were the gen zers in that scenario like we grew up like 5 5 6 years old like getting involved with that but i guess eat with it within like every decade as technology like advances with every decade a little like a new generation forms and that's really like scary to think about like cuz usually when you think of a generation it's like 25 years you know but like because the differences are so like drastic it's just like shit like every 10 years heck even every 5 years like the perspective changes so much the new generation yeah. I don't know what what do you think your prediction would be for like uh you know like this next generation of like kids in like I don't know the next 15 years or some I don't know because like I mean we so like it, in our like a budget group like some of the, like the older millennial kids like have gen alpha kids right now And so like seeing them like they already like have like their iPad time. They already like, you know, they still like play with like toys and stuff, which is like still nice to see, I guess. I don't think we're like at that stage yet where it's like purely electronic. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like obviously they're going to be faster than us like when using technology. They might be better at apps and we'll be like the Gen Zers and boomers and we'll be like how do how do sorry, Gen Xers and boomers and we're like how do we use this? like i'm so confused mm-hmm. you know so i don't yeah. know what i can predict now because like i don't know like in 5 years like something drastic could happen cuz like things changed so much from like 2010 to 2015 to 2015 to 2020 you know yeah yeah i agree i agree with that because i mean i feel like what i think with like the next generation would i definitely think that they'll be like way more like uh faster and tech savvy than like any generation um and i mean even like considering gen z i feel like they're just going to be like a step ahead in like literally everything um because again they're like growing up with like such rapidly like changing times but yeah it's like difficult to predict just because like things are so uncertain especially with like the whole pandemic situation like now i feel like it's just making predictions uh is not my thing anymore um but yeah. yeah i don't know i think that's the only thing that i can say is i feel like they'll be way more like quicker and smarter um and uh, i guess i don't know about like adaptability i feel like um for us we i think we as a generation are a little bit more adaptable than like the kids who were born like 
I don't know, like in the 2010s or like 2011 or something like that. Um, and maybe that might also be a thing with like the next generation, who knows? Um, but yeah, I think it'll, it'll be um, interesting to see and interesting to like then keep up with that because I feel like they're just going to come up with like way worse things like yeah. just random words and random phrases and like yeah I don't yeah. I'm not ready for that part but um it'll be interesting I mean I guess it's the way of life I think one thing though I'm like a little scared of like as you know each generation becomes more technology savvy is that like we won't have any like physical things to hold on to right like with our generation and like, you know, early generations, we had books, like people used to go outside and they like interacted with people and like, it wasn't so technology based versus like mm-hmm. now, like, I mean, still like kids are still playing with like their toys or whatnot, which is good. And they're like interacting with kids through that way. But like, I don't want, I'm really scared of having a future where like literally from birth, like not birth, but like, you know, they don't have any, like no one reads books, no one goes outside no one does anything and everything's on a screen and we just all like we're already kind of getting there but we're all just like attached to our screen you know and I feel like that thing could go like either way just because of like how like the past year has been um because I think we were like kind of like leaning towards that but then also with like you know the pandemic and like people being like inside completely one thing was that okay you have like completely depended on technology for everything to like stay in touch with family to like keep yourself entertained um to basically just stay sane throughout like this whole year of like isolation right so like i feel that that in a way has kind of um developed like this new relationship that now people have with uh technology and like their phones and laptops and tvs and everything so much so that that like there's this dependency that has developed but then also at the same time i have a feeling that because people have been like staying inside for so long that there is this sort of a longing to actually go outside and you know like have that um like go outside meet friends meet your family and like stay in touch with people uh, way more than like people used to. I think like that sort of like dynamic has also shifted. So I really don't know which way it would go. It really depends on the person. Cause I somehow, sometimes I feel like some people have been uh, able to like, you know, kind of make their peace with like staying uh, at home in isolation and everything. And they're like, okay with it. And they kind of actually like it more than going outside and then there are other people who are like well we now realize the importance of like you know going out and meeting family and staying close to family and everything so like they value that aspect of it more and I feel like whichever side you lean on like that's where your future generation will go wow this is so weird to think about like ah (laughs) (laughs) right right like you wouldn't even think about this like a year ago or like yeah like a year ago also like I don't think like any of this would be like talked about or it's just so crazy to think that this is where we are at right now yeah I mean side note but like I remember like before we all had to go into like complete quarantine and like everything was on like zoom or like other video platforms like I the couple weeks before I'm like oh like I don't think that's gonna happen or like I couldn't imagine a world where you only interact 
through like virtual interactions, like through virtual um, means. And to see it now become such a regular thing. And then we are craving for some people like to have that social interaction again. It's just, I feel like I'm in a sci-fi movie or like an episode of Black Mirror. Like it's just so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> uh yeah yeah that's so true and i i guess there probably might be another episode of black mirror coming on uh you know millennials gen z energy i think my only thing about like gen z um is also like just their energy they're just so excited about everything which is great like yes you should be excited and like you know be happy and everything but there's just so much energy and maybe it's also because i'm just like a a little bit of a low-key uh i don't know lazy person maybe uh but i just it, that energy is too chaotic for me or it's the opposite because i know so many gen z people like on tiktok that are just like i hate i'm just so tired like i'm not doing anything you expect me to do things like i'm exhausted so it's like yeah, you have two no extremes there's no middle ground and i'm like okay like we people just really need to like get themselves straight like what's happening here i guess the zillennials we are the middle ground <laughs> yeah yeah we yeah exactly i agree with that we are the middle ground well um that was a pretty fun episode uh that we had so yeah let us know uh what you guys identify as do you have more millennial energy do you have more gen z energy or um you fall into a confused Zillennial category, uh, whichever one, uh, let us know in the comments on our Instagram page at unfiltered underscore bate. And we will see you very soon. Well, yeah, see here. I really don't know when, what to say. Why do we episode? But anyway, you will hear from us uh, on our next episode. Um, and until then, have a wonderful week. Bye, and thank you for listening to the same dialogue every single week, guys. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>